My name is Jeremy Devins, and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 82, a slow flow vinyasa practice for grounding and recharging. And we'll put a little more emphasis on the hips and relieving tension around the hips, but also building some strength there. Today's episode is brought to you by the free guide at quietmind.yoga called 10 Yoga Mistakes to Stop Making Today. And this is based on the things that I was doing in my first 10 years of practice, the mistakes that I was making that caused me way more tension in my shoulders, my hamstrings, and a lot of prolonged tension in my body that I really didn't need to have. I just didn't know what I was doing and I was following a lot of great teachers and common yoga wisdom but there were some things that were missing from that advice. And I figured some of those things out myself and practice them and teach them. And I put those into that guide so you can apply them yourself. That's at quietmind.yoga, the 10 yoga mistakes to stop making today. So why is grounding important? What does that really mean? Well, a practical application is if you think about, like if you go through a day and you just spread your energy and attention in a bunch of different directions, you're going here and there, driving around a lot, working with a lot of different people and different scenarios, all that stuff that just sort of like shakes up your nervous system and puts you in more of the sympathetic nervous system mode where you're more reactive and your attention and energy sort of scattered out and you feel like you just need to recenter. That's where grounding practices can be really helpful. So in any yoga practice, we can be emphasizing different qualities, different things. Uh, today, we're going to be emphasizing more of the grounding. So feeling your feet on the floor, feeling your hands on the yoga mat, feeling your density, solidity, stability in the postures. So focus on these qualities. Focus on the breathing down to the lower belly. Right. This all can help ac access the parasympathetic nervous system where we get out of fight or flight mode into the more rest and digest and heal mode. That's what we're going for today. From an Ayurvedic perspective, this means less of the pitta and vata dosha, less of the fire and air element, and more of the kapha dosha, the earth element. It's sometimes mis misunderstood to think that kapha dosha is sluggish and slow and it means only restorative yoga but you can bring that kapha quality into any practice even a very fast-paced vinyasa but especially in a slow flow like today we can find that emphasis on earth the grounding the stability in the center all right so enjoy your practice does everyone have one of these yoga blankets uh, i can go get one for you real quick uh, so we're going to just take those out and roll them up so make like a long cylinder shape with the blanket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you want to unroll it probably a little wider or unfold it wider so you can uh, make the roll thinner if you need to. If you know you have a pretty open spine and back, you can uh, make the roll thicker if you want. But we're going to lay back onto that so maybe instead of like from this position, you roll it, un unfold it out a little bit more and then roll it up from there. And then that's going to go under the shoulders. So you can lay back and have your arms over the blanket, just laying flat on the ground. But the the 
blanket creates a little extension in the spine and uh, <clears throat> you want the blanket like bra strap height so a little bit lower so come down here and then your shoulder blades touch the floor arms up oh okay yeah so if this feels like too much just come up and make your roll thinner if it feels like uh, like not much sensation you can make the roll thicker here let me help you out here because you went a little too wide go back to here and then roll it up this way there you go. A little easier to work with that way. Have this go up more a little bit, like right there. Yeah, good. So as you can feel, this is a very sort of open, surrendered kind of position. And whenever life is like giving me a lot of challenges, I'm just like, okay, I surrender. I'm just gonna lay down and just be with whatever's here. Notice the points of contact of the back of your body to the floor, the sort of subtle pull of gravity helping to ground the body here. Here's a little more weight on the hips. Front of the body relaxed, soft, back of the body sinking down. Notice your breathing here without changing anything, just notice the breath. Check in with the breath again later at the end before we do our breathing uh, practice, the pranayama breathing. But just noticing the breath right now, where you're starting, without trying to change anything. And notice how your body feels in general, if there's any particular areas of tension that stand out. And we'll check in with that at the end as well. So if you uh, need a reset at any point throughout the, you know, this week or this month, really, is a great time to do practices like this. Uh, if you don't have time for a full yoga practice at home, just laying like this for like five, ten minutes can do a lot to help reset your nervous system. Uh, and this is a great time this, this, this month to 
great time to reset, recharge, recenter. So start to slowly come off of the blanket and eventually you just come down to your back without the blanket there. So laying down and have your uh, back on the floor. And bring the knees in towards the body. Rock a little bit side to side on the back. And come to the center, one hand on each knee. As you inhale, press your knees forward to arch your low back. As you exhale, pull the knees in to round the low back. Just moving forward and back a few times with the pelvis and the spine. Connecting the breath and the movement. And now let your feet come down to the floor like bridge pose. Feet are hips width apart, fingertips can touch your heels. So the heels are in pretty close to the body. And start to peel the spine up off the floor, one vertebrae at a time to bridge pose. And with your exhales, you come back down. So inhaling up, exhaling down, creating a wave of motion through the spine. Next time you come up to bridge pose, we'll stay there and hold and breathe, keeping a lift in the hips. Contract the glutes, the back of the legs, the hamstrings. Hold, breathe here. If you want a little more, you could crawl your shoulders underneath, interlace the hands. So we're beginning to activate the major muscles of the body, beginning to slowly increase energy with the back bends. And then we'll slowly come out from here, release the arms if they're clasped, and have your knees come in to happy baby pose. Hold outside of the feet or the shins, and stay still or rock side to side. You can make any movements or just stay still if you want with this. Now we're stretching in the back of the legs, the glutes and hamstrings where we just strengthened. Throughout the whole body, we'll practice this sort of turning on and turning off the muscles so we can be able to be strong when we need to, be flexible when we need to, and uh, activate when we need to, and deactivate when we need to. And again, feet down to the floor, setting up like bridge pose again. Same thing, heel the spine up, come right to bridge and hold there. Now this time you could stay just like that, uh, or you could crawl your shoulders underneath and interlace the hands. You could stay just like that, or you could lift one leg up towards the ceiling, really strong through the other leg. Hold, breathe wherever you're at. If you have one leg lifted, switch. And slowly release. And then we'll all come back to the happy baby pose one more time. Going from contracted in the back of the body to stretching in the back of the body. And 
Now bring the soles of your feet together down to the floor in bound angle. So your knees are apart, feet are together. And you could have the arms rest beside you or one hand on your belly, one hand on your heart following the breath. We'll do a few simple hip openers here at the beginning before we get into the more active postures. We already did a little with the front and back of the legs, now the inside of the legs, and now we'll switch to the outside of the legs. So bring your knees back together for pigeon, right ankle over left thigh. And you can stay right there, or you could hold hands behind the left thigh or behind the left shin. Shoulders and neck stay relaxed. Starting to release tension in the piriformis, outer right hip area. Starting on the ground kind of slow today, and that's something, you know, again, if you're practicing at home this time, uh, if you ever feel like low energy or like you don't feel like doing too much, but you do want to stretch and feel good, you could do a whole practice on your back, you know, at home. It's, it's a great way to sort of work with that energy. And we'll slowly switch to the other side, left ankle over right thigh. Shoulders and neck stay relaxed. to transition either rock over to your side or forward and back up to hands and knees. <coughs> From hands and knees, you can have your blanket under your knees for some padding there. Even if your knees are fine, I just generally recommend that. It's one of the very one of the only injuries I see with people who practice yoga a lot is knee issues, so I'm always very conservative about that. Uh, and we'll come to hands and knees and just make any movements you want in your spine here, forward, back, side to side. Anything that feels good for your spine, your shoulders, your hips, just kind of moving in different ways than usual and feeling things you might not normally feel in the back and the sides and the arms and the hips. Really good for the fascia to move in different ways than you normally move. And we'll come back to the center. As you inhale, cow pose, lift the tail and the chin. As you exhale, cat pose, rounding the back. Continue with your breath a few times, inhaling to cow, exhaling to cat.
And then we'll come to a neutral spine. Bring the hands onto the wood floor off the mat. Now keep your arms straight. Just move your shoulder blades together, lower the chest, and then shoulder blades apart, raise the upper back. So you're really moving the shoulder blades, protraction and retraction, forward and back. Releasing tension in this area in the upper back and shoulders. And then we'll start to add movements side to side, all around, just getting really fluid and easier to move in the shoulders, releasing tension in this area. Maybe you hold still on one spot or just keep moving around. You can move the neck, the hips, anything else with it, but focusing on the shoulders here. And then we'll come back to the center to bring both arms forward. Hips stay over the knees as you lower the forehead down towards the ground. Thread your right arm underneath into a twist, right shoulder towards the floor. And you could press into your left hand, reach through the right hand. Breathe into the space under your right shoulder. Your breath like a sense of touch massaging into that area under the scapula. And then we'll come back to the center, over to the other side. Same thing. Attention right to the spot. And we'll slowly release here. Back to down dog. You can bend one knee at a time, easing, easing into down dog. Now you can move your mat, or move your blanket off your mat, rather. And then walk forward to a forward fold at the front of the mat. Knees can bend, you can do any variation of this. Just let your neck release. Easing into the standing postures. And with a bend in the knees, slowly roll up the spine to stand. Head comes up last. Mountain pose, let your toes lift and spread out, rooting down to the ball and heel of each foot. Contract the quads, the glutes, the belly, straight arms, 
So everything's a little more active and engaged now. We'll reach the arms up overhead and create a side bend. Catch your left wrist to reach to the right. And you could turn a little bit towards the ground or towards the ceiling. Hold and breathe here. And we'll come back up to center over to the other side. Breathing into the right ribs. And we'll come back up to center to bend the elbows, shoulders down the back. And release the arms. Back to the forward fold. And back to down dog. And we'll start to activate the whole body even more. We'll come forward to plank pose, shoulders over the wrists, high push-up position, strong through all of the front of the body. Hold and breathe here. Activating all the major muscles of the front of the body and then lower down to the belly. For locust pose, lift the heart, lift the arms, lift the legs. Activating all the major muscles, muscles of the back of the body. Bend your knees slightly to contract the hamstrings. A little bit less. <laughs> Strong through the spine, the triceps, the glutes, the hamstrings, the whole back of the body, and then let everything relax. Back down. Back to a child's pose. Either knees apart, arms forward, or knees together, arms back. And let it go of any contractions in the body here, any intentional contractions. If you notice anything that's unnecessarily tight, just let that relax here. Practicing this ability to be fully activating the body and then fully deactivating when we need to. We'll come back up to hands and knees, back to down dog. And this time we'll come forward to plank, a little less time with the poses, coming right back to it. And either knees down or knees straight, chaturanga, elbows bend to 90 degrees. Tops of the feet to cobra or upward facing dog, where you lift the knees and hips, and back to downward facing dog. Now linking the breath with the movement, inhale to plank. Exhale, chaturanga or knees down, chaturanga. Inhale to cobra or up dog, and exhale back to down dog. Awesome. Lift the right leg back to open the hip with a bend in the knee, heel towards the tail. Step the right foot all the way forward to a lunge, right knee over right ankle. So your foot is flat on the ground and then float your arms up into the high lunge. Focus the gaze at a single spot somewhere in front of you. And let's all bend the elbow shoulders down the back here, creating a little release in the upper traps. Keep the back leg strong. 
Warrior two, turn your back heel down, arms extend out. Front knee presses straight ahead towards the front toes. There's a little contraction here on the lower back, or middle back, the lower traps. Sort of a triangle from the shoulders down to the middle spine. Have this knee come out towards my hand. Good. And then here we'll turn the palms up, reverse warrior. Reach back, length through the right side. Straighten your front knee to go further back, create more space. And keep all this as you come to triangle pose, right hand inside the ankle or to a block. Left arm can be straight up or wrap it around the back. Gaze can be down, relaxing the neck, or up, strengthening the neck. Does it feel a little slippery on your mat? Okay, you can tie it with your socks off if you want, because that gives you a little more grip sometimes. And then we'll come back to the warrior two. And then float the hands down, back to down dog or chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Back in down dog to lift the left leg and open the hip here. Rooting down through all the knuckles, lifting through the left knee, opening through the left hip. And then step the left foot all the way forward to a lunge, left knee over left ankle. And float the arms up to the high lunge. Find a point to focus on with your eyes, maybe a spot on the floor a couple of feet in front of you, or something on the wall in front of you. And bend the elbow, shoulders down the back, so we're contracting those lower trapezius muscles to help uh, release the upper traps. And keep that as you come to warrior two, back heel down, arms extend out. And the front knee moving straight towards the middle toes. Turn the palms up, reverse warrior, reach back. Straightening through the left knee now to reach further back. And keep the space in your left side as you come all the way to triangle, left hand inside the ankle or to a block. Right arm could wrap around the back or reach up. Come back to warrior two. And float the hands down, back to down dog or chaturanga up dog, down dog. Forward to plank pose, shoulders over the wrists. And bring your right hand like two inches forward, maybe a little bit more, a little less, to side plank, stacking your feet to the right edge of the right foot. Left arm lifts. Hold, breathe here. You could lift your left leg if you want a little bit more. And back to plank pose, shoulders over wrists. Left hand a little bit forward, side plank. 
Strong through the hips, the sides, the arms. You could lift the right leg if you want more here. Strong outer hips, and then back down to center. And all the way down to the belly for locust pose. Again, lifting the heart, reaching the arms. And if you want a little variation, a little more uh, challenge for the arms, you could have arms out to a W shape beside you or a V shape overhead. Release back down to child's pose. And this one again, knees together, arms back, or knees apart, arms forward. Notice if there's anything in the body contracting that doesn't need to here that could relax. And then we'll come back up to hands and knees. And just notice how it feels like from child's pose, everything's on the floor, hands and knees, we've got a solid base. We'll take that sense of stability into our balance posture. So we'll have the right leg reach back. And even there, there's a little bit of wobble, but you can add on to this now, reaching your left arm forward. And focus your gaze at a single spot. Find your sense of center and stability, even though there's a little bit of wobble with the balance. Steady breath and steady gaze. And we'll lower hands and knees back down. Switch to the other side. Have the left leg reach back. And then right arm reach forward. And then back down, hands and knees. It's now a side plank variation. So your right hand comes a little forward. Feet swing out to the right. So you can lift your left arm and left leg. So your left leg comes parallel to the floor. Hold and breathe here, right? A little more wobble, a little more uh, Move a little more challenge here to the balance. And we'll come back down to hands and knees. And have your left hand forward, feet swing out to the left. So you can lift the right arm and right leg. And then come back down, hands and knees. Back to down dog. take those balancing qualities into our standing postures, finding stability no matter what's happening, right? So even in there's wobble, even when we're in an uncomfortable position, we can still find that sense of center and stability. So inhale to lift the right leg back. Exhale, step it forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up. Exhale, reach back. Inhale, straighten front knee. Exhale, triangle. Inhale, warrior two again. 
And now exhale, left hand to left hip and right hand towards the right corner or block to float the back leg up, just like we did on the hands and knees. But now a little more challenge. Find a focal point here, steady breath, steady gaze. Helps to center the balance. Come back down to warrior two. And just rotate your left leg to come back to the high lunge. It's back heel lifts. And now let's reach the arms back like locust pose. Just like locust, strong back, strong triceps, strong legs. And then lean forward and maybe you lift just a little bit off the back foot. Maybe all the way to warrior three where you're parallel to the ground. And you could stay with arms behind you like locusts or arms in a W shape or a V shape overhead. Or hands at heart. And you can always use blocks with this too. So you could bring your hands to blocks to help you find the balance. Right, it's better to do less and find the center than to fall right away. And we'll come to standing splits, lifting the back leg, folding over the front leg. And maybe one hand to your ankle, maybe both hands to your ankle, challenging your balance a little more. Forward fold, feet hips width at the front of your mat. Bend the knees, chair pose. Hands come to the heart or to the V-shape again. Strong and stable through both feet. Finding again the sense of center and groundedness after all that wobbling with the balance. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale to your right. Inhale, center. Exhale, left. Inhale, center. Exhale, folds back to down dog or chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Recentering in down dog, finding that sense of stability, having both hands, both feet on the floor. Now moving with the breath, we'll inhale, lift the left leg. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. And exhale, warrior two, back heel down. Inhale, palms up. Exhale, reach back. Inhale, straighten the front knee. Exhale, triangle pose. Inhale to warrior two. Now here in warrior two, sort of landing, arriving, bring your right hand to your right hip, left hand to left corner or block, floating the back leg up. Really good, steady breath, steady gaze. If you wanna challenge your balance, you could look up. Back to warrior two. Rotate the back leg to turn it forward and come back to the high lunge. 
And we'll reach the arms back like locust pose again. Strong back. Lean forward and float up any amount. Two, warrior three. Hands could come to the blocks. Arms can stay back or W shape or V shape. Okay, if your right toes turn a little bit out to the right. We all have different bone structures, different placement of our hips. That's what feels natural for you. And we'll come to the standing splits, lowering the hands, lifting the back leg. Maybe one hand to the left ankle, maybe both. Forward fold, both feet to the front of the mat. Bend in the knees, chair pose, recentering here. Feeling both feet strong and solid on the floor. And then come all the way up to stand, inhale. Exhale to your right. Inhale the center. Exhale left. Inhale center. Exhale, bend the elbows. Interlace the hands and fold at the waist with the arms overhead. And just like a forward fold, but the hands are interlaced overhead. Bend your left knee, turn the left shoulder towards the left knee. Opening the right shoulder to the right. So a little rotation in the spine. And the right leg stays straight, helping us to stretch into the IT band, the outer right leg. Switch sides, bend your left knee, left shoulder turns down, right shoulder opens up. And then both legs straight, release the hands down. And step out to your left for a wide-legged forward fold, all ten toes facing towards the mirror. And you can have your hands on the blocks. If your hands easily touch the floor, you could have hands on the floor. Uh, but either way, we want to focus on lengthening the spine here. Get as much length as you can in the back and hinge at the waist to the forward fold. Let go of any effort in the neck. And you can take any variation of this. You could walk the hands back, hold the legs, whatever feels good for you. We'll have about 30 seconds more here. As we transition from the more active, engaged postures to the deeper stretches, longer holds. Bring the hands back under the shoulders where we started. Keep your legs exactly the same, but just walk your hands towards your left foot. You likely feel this at the top of the foot and the shin, and the front of the left leg. Keep everything the same, just walk towards your right foot.
and turn into a lunging position, so turning the toes to the right. And scoot your right foot towards the right edge of the mat for a deeper lunge in lizard pose. So the hands come down inside the foot. The left knee can lower here for more of a stretch. And can come down to the elbows or the blocks. And we'll hold and breathe here a little bit. The back knee could stay lifted, more strengthening of the hip flexors. start to come back to the hands if you're not in the hands and bend the left knee the back leg bends the heel towards the tail so if your heel easily touches your tail then you know your quads are really uh, relaxed like your quads aren't holding a lot of tension but if your if your knee doesn't bend very much your quads probably have a good amount of tension in them and that's just something you can uh, you know, just notice and work on in your own practice. But what we can do here to go a little deeper if you want is bring your left hand onto the wood floor and reach back with the right hand, assisting but not pulling, not overdoing it here. You want to be gentle with this, helping the foot move towards the tail. And then we'll slowly release that. And start to step the left foot up and right foot back for the same thing to the other side. Lizard pose. Hands inside the foot. And any variation you want to work on with this. Start to come back onto the hands, bend the back knee, heel towards the tail. And you could stay right there or bring your right hand a little bit off the mat and reach with the left hand. And slowly release. Malasana, step your right foot up. So both feet are towards the edges of the mat. Knees bend, hips lower, hands come to the heart. If that's a little tight today, you have your heels lifted, giving you a little more room to work with. Otherwise, heels down, holding, breathing here. And you can always have a block under your tail as well to help assist this. And then keep your legs just like they are. Start to round the back and walk the fingers forward. Rounding chin towards the chest, getting into this upper back area. Then bring the hands behind you. Just come off, out of the pose and off your feet for feet together, knees apart in Baddha Konasana bound angle. 
lengthen up through the spine and you might just stay right here if this feels good or you start to hinge forward at the waist your thumbs can massage your feet or press on any sort of pressure points there and slowly start to sink down and with this it's it could be easy to overstretch so you just want to stay like 60 to 80 percent of your edge not a hundred percent you don't want to push it too much We're going into deeper hip stretches from where we started. So now everything is warmed up and we've moved a lot. So now we can get into some uh, deeper layers of tension throughout the body. And we'll start to sit back up. Bring the knees back together and have the hands behind you. So kind of lean back on the hands and let your knees fall to your left. So you have the right knee into the left arch. Right, and, that, and your right knee is, is kind of bent here, so you make sure it's not straightening up. Right, so both legs are about bent to the same degree. And then you turn towards the back of the mat, down to your hands or elbows, or to a block if you want. Into deer pose. You'll probably feel this in the lower right side, but sometimes you feel it in different areas. start to come back out. Now keep your legs the same, but walk instead of towards the back of your mat, walk past your uh, left shin. And this is kind of like pigeon pose. So you're starting to walk the hands out and fold over the leg. And you'll probably feel something similar to pigeon pose in, the right, in your left leg here. Start to sit back up. Back to where we started, feet on the floor, knees bent, legs fall to your right. So you have the left knee into the right arch for a deer pose, walking towards the back of the mat. That first version, hands or elbows down. Not straight back, but in that direction. Like once you feel some stretch in your lower left side, that's pretty much it. But you might feel it somewhere else, depending on your tensions. How's it feel? Yeah, you seem very flexible there. You could... Um,
Does that do more or less? That does more. Uh -huh. start to come back up and the other variation so you walk your hands past your right shin folding over the leg start to come back up and have both legs extend out in front of you so knees can bend a little if you want with this but we'll lengthen the spine and fold over the legs holding on shins or feet or hands legs can be straight or slightly bent so any version of Paschimottanasana forward fold Slowly come down to the back with knees in, rocking side to side on the back. Happy baby pose, holding outside the feet. Any variation of this? your feet down to the floor, legs out. You can do any last little movements that you want to do here before Shavasana. Maybe stretching out or just if you're ready, just laying down flat on your back. Things start to slow down. The breath slowing down. The heart rate slowing down. We'll do our breathing practice on the back uh, before we get into Shavasana. 
So we'll start just by noticing the breath, just noticing how it is right now, without making any changes. And notice if it's changed at all from when you started, maybe a little easier to take deep breaths, maybe a little uh, easier to breathe. And we'll slowly start to extend the breath. So we'll extend the exhales, then we'll extend the inhales. So we go from the, the average person's breathing like 10, 15 breaths a minute, which is pretty fast. Uh, in yoga, we get down maybe like five to 10. So we're gonna go even slower down to maybe like five breaths a minute or so. So we'll start by, I'll count the breath for you, and then uh, I'll have you just count, count for yourself as we get through it. So begin by inhaling to four, exhaling to four. So let's take a deep breath in together through the nose. And full exhale through the mouth. And all through the nose, we'll inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Counting yourself, inhale. Exhale. Adding on the exhale, we'll inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Counting yourself, inhale. And exhale. Adding on the inhale. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Without my count, inhale. Exhale. One more just like that. Inhale. And exhale. Let's return to a normal breath now. 
resting in stillness and quiet in Shavasana. to make small movements of the fingers and toes. Wrists and ankles, hands and feet. Eventually you start to come over to one side and rest on your side. And when you're ready, just slowly press back up to sitting. Just have a moment to close our practice with the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.